Hi everybody, the complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying that I'm not a doctor or a psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own ideas and experiences and my own opinions related to living with complex PTSD. Um, today's uh, topic relates very intricately to the last podcast I did, which by the way was very popular. Um, I had a lot of immediate listens to that last podcast related to intimate relationships and complex PTSD. Um, but the title for today's episode is Intimate Relationships Continued. Did you get to know yourself beforehand, meaning before you got into an intimate relationship? And it's also about how crazy makers affect our relationships. I'll get into the definition of what a crazy maker is in just a second. And also how crazy makers affect relationships by thwarting our creativity in our youth. So a lot of this, again, relates to complex PTSD from your youth. Um, I mentioned before all the different ways people can have complex PTSD. Mine is from my youth, and that's why I discuss complex PTSD from youth. So this relates to that. Um, so this podcast relates again to my last podcast because an important part of finding a healthy relationship as an adult is knowing who you are. And a big part of knowing who you are is knowing what your interests are. And I'll get into it again. Um, I'll repeat myself a little bit here because I'll bring back things from the last podcast in relation to knowing your interests and having a healthy relationship. But if you struggle with engaging with your interests, because maybe you don't know your interests, and sometimes maybe you even feel like you don't really know what your identity is. I've known some people who struggle with that. Um, I personally think um, that has a huge impact on who you find as your mate in your adult life. Because, as I stated in my last podcast, my golden rule of being with someone is because you want to spend and share your time with them. And a huge part of that is sharing your interests and having common healthy interests. Healthy is a key word there. You'll have these same interests with your friends too. And those friends are people in your life. And obviously you're going to be sharing your friends with whoever your spouse or your partner is. So again, this all goes back to interests and knowing your interests so I'm going to point out how crazy makers um, influence that. That's the key point of all this. I'm going to talk about how this can be a real struggle, particularly if you grew up with a caretaker who was a crazy maker. The effect a crazy maker can have on you can be really devastating, or at the very least, a burden. I think a lot of people with complex PTSD from their youth probably grew up with a crazy maker, I did. I actually had two in my life. They weren't necessarily my immediate caretakers, but they were definitely influencing me and in my life from my childhood. I won't say who they were, but in my situation, we had crazy makers tied in with deniers, people in denial. So it was all not good <laughs> when it comes to, you know, the defects in people's logic or their approach to things. Um, but thank the, thankfully, we can learn and grow and know what to watch out for as adults. So starting out with saying that, one, 
this topic may sound confusing, and that is because it is confusing, because we're talking about a disorder or a condition called crazy making. If you've never heard of this, crazy making is, or a crazy maker, is someone who thwarts the creativity of those they purportedly love. So they thwart your creativity. This goes in line very well with um, a video I mentioned that parts of it are on YouTube. I mentioned this quite a long time ago. It's an episode of Hoarders. Um, and I think if you go on YouTube and type in, can you get me a pickle, like an actual pickle? Um, I think it's a mother or grandmother. And there's like this teenage or young woman who's in her early 20s. And her caretaker, at least one of them, was clearly a crazy maker. Because in, later in the episode, the young woman actually starts banging her fists on her head because they're driving her crazy. Um, and that's she's living with a crazy maker, in my opinion. But that's a good example of that. Um, my second point, and I needed to say this early on, there is a remedy for coping with crazy makers. And this is my own remedy, and it works for me, so maybe it'll work for you too. There's a remedy for coping with crazy makers and the storms they throw at you. And I'll go ahead and just start out with the remedy, which ties in with my third point. So I'm mentioning the third point and then getting into the remedy. So the third point and remedy I'm going to bring up relates to someone who I have brought up a few times recently. I know on the March 5th episode, I talked about this person. I think on the March 1st or February 28th episode, I mentioned him. Um, it's the auto shop guy. So yes, I'm bringing this guy up again because I cannot tell you how much I have learned from that experience and how much it helped me. This was just a few weeks back when my car died and I had a bad experience where I felt like this auto shop guy took advantage of me and it felt super intentional and I ended up having to pay like way more money than I should have and it all just felt like he was being a jerk basically. Um, he was trying to get money out of me, but I managed to turn it around. It's a lot of the same stuff that a crazy maker does to you, and basically you have to figure out how to turn it around. It can take years for some people to know how to do this, and it did. It took me years to figure this out, and it's so simple. Um, but this the whole situation with him actually relates so much to this topic. By the way, apparently this auto shop guy... He's going to become a fixture on this podcast because I will be bringing him up sometime in the future. I know he's going to pop up because it's helped me so much being able to see that situation differently. And it's a very relatable situation that you guys might relate to as well because it could happen to you. An auto shop person could could be anybody. It could be someone in a perfume store and they could be a jerk to you. It could be any situation, but auto shop is pretty relatable. Basically, you're turning lemons into lemonade. Um... So in my opinion, the remedy, and this is key for all of this, the remedy for a crazy maker is actually what I did with that auto shop guy. Remember how I discussed this guy again in those podcasts? I mentioned how the guy, he just rubbed me the wrong way, and I felt he was taking advantage of me. And I think when people are rubbed the wrong way, your mind sometimes instantly goes to uh, getting revenge, like, in some way, you want to get revenge. Like, you want to see them, you know, it could be any little thing. Um, not necessarily hurting them, but in your mind, you know, you want, you know, the wrath of something to just come upon them because they've 
They were just a jerk. Um, but don't let that irk you and ruin the rest of your day. The solution, the remedy for me in relation to this happening is the same as the remedy for a crazy maker. You simply wish them the best. You don't have to actually say that to them. I'm saying mentally, in your mind, wish them the best. You have to almost feel sorry for them because their world must be a whole lot worse than the tornado storm dilemma that they're trying to throw at you. They probably don't have many friends, or if they do, they're not actual friends. They're just there to throw more storms at. They're probably raised by a crazy maker also. So if someone's a jerk to you or someone's a bully to you, it's the same situation. They're probably raised by a jerk or, or they're bullied at home. And that's their way of communicating. All you can do is wish them the best. Because that's why they're like that. So this whole concept of someone trying to thwart you and your creativity... It's almost the same thing. That's the same thing as preventing you from engaging with your passions, your interests, your goals. I'm going to repeat that. The whole concept of someone trying to thwart you and your creativity, which is the same thing as preventing you from engaging with your passions, your interests, your goals. This crazy maker is um, keeping you from getting to know yourself by interfering with your creativity. It's a strange concept. Um, and if you've never been around anyone like this, a crazy maker, it sounds weird for me to be explaining this. Because you're like, what in the world are you talking about? But unless you maybe grow up around it, and it's with you every day in the household that you grow up in, and you can't get away from it, you probably know what I'm talking about, how horrible this can be to your psyche and to your whole world. I'll give an example of how a crazy maker thwarts you. So, this is a very simple... Um, example. I was trying to think of others. The other ones I could think of were just so extreme, I don't think people would believe them. But one example of how a crazy maker behaves. Um, so, and this actually did happen to me. Um, so, they're real big on gift giving. I will say, in my own personal experiences, crazy makers are big on using the crazy when they give you a gift. So, it was Christmas and a crazy maker who I grew up around, got me a Christmas present. And it was two different ties. Let's just say one was green and one was red, whatever. Um, so, you know, a few weeks later, a few months later, whatever, I decide to wear one of the ties. This could go the same for a shirt. It could be anything. Um, so let's just say I wear one of the ties and I go over to their house thinking they'll like that I would like the tie that I wore, that they bought me. And their response is, well, why did you wear it with that shirt? I wanted you to wear the other tie. That's a crazy maker. So rather than saying, oh my gosh, I love that you wore the tie I got you, or just saying something normal or functional, they turn it into a, a storm. They make a storm out of it. It's a crazy maker. It's a, it's a crisis. They're creating a mini tiny little crisis that just, you know, it can irk you for the rest of your day. And you won't ever want to wear a gift that they ever give you ever again. Because they do stuff like that. And it could be anything. It could be a dinner you cook. It could be something, oh, you didn't put, you know, garlic seasoning on this. It's just, it's not necessarily complaining. They're making crazy. is what they're doing. Um, and there's more extreme examples. 
So whenever I did the review of Safi from Absolutely Fabulous, her mother, Adina, that's a crazy maker. And Safi even implies such when she says, you live self-induced crisis to self-induced crisis. Um, yeah, that's a crazy maker. So that's an example. But because the end goal appears to be the same in relation to you with crazy makers, they're also kind of like jerks and bullies. Um, the whole point is that a crazy maker is thwarting you. So all you can do is don't overanalyze it. If a crazy maker is making something crazy, don't overanalyze it. If it feels like they're sabotaging your world or, um, but then they're like showing love to you, you know, that back and forth nonsense. Um, don't waste your time wondering why is this person this way? Just wish them the best and go back to focusing on what your interests are. That way you can find friends who have those same interests. So someday you find a relationship with a partner or spouse who you want to share and spend your time with because if, if you have no interests, what the heck are you going to be doing with your partner? So that's that's the real dilemma when you are raised this way. And much like that girl in the video from the show Hoarders, I feel like she grew up in such a chaotic place that she likely never was able to really engage or get to know her interests. There may have been things she enjoyed in the past, but I'm guessing that the person, one of her caretakers, squashed it every time she had an interest and there were some bizarre excuse for why they squashed it, which is so sad and it's so destructive um, to that kid. Um, so find, find places. If there's someone that you gravitate to who's healthy um, and they encourage you to engage with any type of interest you have, definitely go and take as much inspiration from them as possible. So again, if you didn't get to know yourself or your goals before getting into a relationship, think of some activities you enjoy as an adult. It doesn't have to be an art or a craft or some um, super detailed thing. It could be something really simple like a sport. For example, just last year, I got into watching Cardinals baseball, St. Louis Cardinals baseball. I hadn't really ever watched like a diehard fan would watch. It had always been around me growing up. Um... And then last September, I decided to finally stop watching the news after the fall of Afghanistan. That's a whole other story. Um, I just couldn't watch the news anymore. Um, I decided to turn the news off, and in replacement, I turned on baseball. Um, interestingly, the same week I started watching was the same week that they started their 17 wins in a row. You know, they won 17 games in a row, and it made history in St. Louis Cardinals baseball. So that was an interesting time to start watching again. Um, and now I'm kind of into Cardinals baseball to where I know that they're actually in training right now, and you can watch training on TV. Um, so I have something called the Bally Sports Channel, um, B-A-L-L-Y. There's They have baseball, volleyball, tennis, poker, all types of things. But the point is it's an interest that I got back in engaged with um and so now if i get into a relationship sometime soon it's something that you know it would be nice to have in common with that person um but that's most of what i wanted to share for today my next podcast um i want to share some more about uh purging because i've done some more purging and organizing um in my home 
and I cannot tell you how much better I feel. Like the amount of mental clarity that I've gotten, not just from cleaning, but from actually organizing all of my drawers, like in my desk and in my bathroom and in my kitchen, completely organized. I organized like all my closets to where I know exactly where everything is. And it's brought me a lot of joy and mental clarity lately. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Um, also, I've been cooking a little bit more lately, which I think I might have mentioned years ago, I took a culinary class. And I've actually taken several culinary classes. But for whatever reason, I lost interest in that, but I've started to um, get back into my one of my old hobbies, one of my old interests. Um, so I hope that this helps you in relation to relationships, sharing your interests with, you know, whoever it is that you end up with or whoever it is maybe you currently are with. Um, and don't let a crazy maker, you know, get the best of you. Wish them the best. Um, that's most of what I wanted to share for today. And good luck to everyone out there. This is the Complex PTSD Guy signing off.